Warriors, Warriors, come out to play. Show me you want to be here. Show me you want to win. Show me you want to, you have that killer instinct. I do look at myself as being one of the most dominant fighters in MMA history. He didn't know it was going to be a buffet, though. He thought it was going to be a three-piece. Now you're getting the whole MGM Grand Buffet to the face, man. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of the RJ Ringside Podcast. It's Heidi Fang here with Adam Hill. Because we're doing this on the fly, we did not... get a hold of Larry and Sam that quickly but we wanted to make sure that we're updating you right away with everything that we just heard from the UFC and their announcement that they will be hosting three fight cards in May all taking place in Jacksonville Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena starting May 9th with the interim lightweight championship fight between Tony Ferguson Justin Gaethje obviously we don't know right now when we would get Habib back because Khabib Nurmagomedov, he is uh, observing Ramadan right now and he's in Russia where he lives uh, with his family. So having those type of restrictions during this uncertain time, it's going to be a question mark as to when he can come back to defend his belt against anyone. So the fight must go on. Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje has originally replanned I guess you could say (laughs) for uh, the UFC 249 main event before that was brought down uh, all these plans with Fight Island and what have you Adam is this uh, Jacksonville Arena in fact on an island it is not Um, (laughs) what we we heard we heard some from Dana White this morning um, and it looks like Fight Island is not ready yet it'll be ready he believes now in June Uh, that will be where they can have some international fighters come and compete but that that keeps getting pushed back a little bit and i know that's intriguing to everyone but um these events will not be on an island this will be in a normal arena in jacksonville and i think once the ufc said they were planning on coming back in early may everybody kind of assumed florida was the strongest possibility florida has been the state that has been maybe most defiant uh, of anyone and just like hey we're gonna do whatever we want to do and have events and uh obviously uh, the UFC has an ally in the White House and, and Donald Trump, and he, he was not going to stand in the way of anything. And Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, has basically shown that whatever Donald Trump says goes. So uh, I don't think anything was going to stop them. So Florida made a lot of sense. I know there were some other possibilities, uh, Texas being one, which makes a lot of sense for the same reasons. And then a, a very high, I'll just say, let's see, a very, very, very high-ranking source at the UFC uh, told me that Kansas was a possibility as well, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me uh, because Kansas has been pretty stringent uh, about uh, a lot of the regulations. And uh, I know the governor there has been pretty strong in not wanting uh, you know, major events and things like that. So uh, that one was interesting to me, but that was, uh, that was floated out there as well. But I think Florida was always leading candidate, and, it, and Florida is where they're going to go. I should also point out your reference to Nurmagomedov. Uh, he yes, he cannot compete because it's Ramadan. He also can't compete just after that because he's been he'll have been fasting uh, for a month and not really uh, able to get up to strength. But Nurmagomedov, uh, it was announced this morning, should be back in September or October, which is about the timeline I think a lot of people are looking at. It would make a lot of sense uh, to fight the winner of this, the main event for UFC 249, uh, Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson for the interim lightweight title. Uh, that that would basically you would think set up. Uh, the UFC to have the winner of that fight, uh, Nurmagomedov, in September, October. So a uh, pretty relevant fight there. And then just a ton of fights uh, being added to this card. And, and these three cards, as we said, uh, they're going to go to Jacksonville. They're going to set up shop, and they're just going to do three cards in a week, you know, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. And uh, a ton of events 
a ton of fighters getting back uh, to competition, and then uh, they'll see what they do going forward from there. But as we said, Fight Island should be ready by June so they can bring in more international fighters that can't really get into the U.S. right now. And it uh, looks like the UFC is, is ready to get back to business as usual. Uh, Henry Cejudo is in this uh, card as well, UC 249. He's going to try to defend that bantamweight belt against Dominic Cruz making a comeback. This is really interesting to me that Cruz is coming up here and then just getting a title shot right off the bat after a quite lengthy layoff. Uh, what do you make of this bout and just the pairing of these two, Adam? I mean, it was a long time that Dominic Cruz was on top of the division, but now it's like he's been away, he's been doing commentary and all this kind of stuff. Obviously, he still trains and stays on uh, in good condition, but at the same time, I, I just don't know that a title shot is what I would have expected in his return fight. What do you make of this one? Yeah, I, I think this is more circumstance. I mean, obviously, Dominic Cruz has the name. Uh, he's you know considered by many to be you know, perhaps one of the greatest uh, bantamweights of all time and uh, was a longtime champion uh, at uh, the WC and then, you know, held the belt also in the UFC. So uh, it makes sense from a resume standpoint. Uh, as you said, just the inactivity has been uh, sustained for so long that you would think maybe he wouldn't get that shot. But this is more just circumstances. Uh, when, you know, everything was kind of shut down and Cejudo was going to need a fight. Dominic Cruz was one of the one guys that stepped up and said, yeah, I'll go do it. I'll go fight at that Indian reservation and uh, that weird card that was going to take place uh, here in April uh, with that was kind of scrambled together. And he was willing to do it. And I think the UFC was always going to reward uh, the fighters that were willing to step up like that. And uh, and so Cruz, you know, this carries over and he gets the shot. And I know he's excited about it. I saw uh, when, I, when I woke up this morning, I was uh, – on Instagram and I saw him, you know, posting training videos this morning. Like the guy, the guy, even though he hasn't been in the cage, we've seen him training uh, for a long, long time and he's, he's ready to get back in there. I, I think it's a very intriguing fight. I think it's good uh, for, you know, not only himself to, to jump back in there, but, you know, really good for Henry Cejudo to have a guy like that, a big name like that to try to, you know, further solidify his legacy. Okay, let's take a quick break, come back, and talk about what we expect the other fight cards to be. We have the May 9th card being UFC 249, May 13th, May 16th. That's three fight cards in eight days. Let's take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsor, betonline.ag, and we will return. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. It's Heidi Fang and Adam Hill here on the RJ Ringside Podcast. Word just came that the UFC is going to host three fight cards in the span of eight days in Jacksonville, Florida. As we alluded to earlier, we uh, think that this is a call the UFC made because they have some decent connections out in that state where things are trying to return to normalcy amid the coronavirus pandemic, which has canceled a ton of fight cards. Adam, when you look over the fight cards that were canceled, one of those was Smith versus Teixeira. That one 
was supposed to take place in Nebraska. You also had Hermanson versus Weidman. That was supposed to take place in Oklahoma. Uh, these cards were all officially canceled like April 20th. So uh, is it these cards that you think are going to be the, the following two cards after UFC 249? Is this the May 13th and May 16th card? Or are we skipping ahead to what was going to go down in Brazil? Um, or is the UFC just trying to make new cards entirely? What is the consensus here with the three cards, to, what to expect on them? I think it'll be a, a mishmash, a conglomeration of, of those events. Uh, I think what you have to do is uh, go to a lot of those fighters. I think they'll mostly be offered the fights. Uh, but you just don't know which fighters want to participate, which don't, which are going to have you know travel complications and uh, you know gym complications. A lot of people can't even get in the gym to train right now, so uh, they might have fighters saying no. So what I'd imagine they do is is they just kind of go down the list and talk to all the fighters that were on those cards, who wants to fight, who doesn't want to fight, uh, who can make it, who can make it easily, uh, because there are going to be some logistical issues. So um, I, I think they're they're going <laughs> to there's going to be a long process of you know just kind of going down the list and contacting everybody and trying to figure out you know who wants to make it happen and and who can make it happen and and going forward with that i, I don't think there's gonna be a whole lot of pressure necessarily put on people it's just hey do you want to go do you not and then uh, move on to the next one and see which kind of fights they can get booked but i, I mean these last couple of events um you know if you look at them and if it's any indication there is a lot of guys that want to fight and there's a lot of guys that want to step up and do that so uh i'd imagine that they have a pretty easy time uh right now you know, finding some guys that want to make a paycheck and go out there and 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 get that done. Uh, and and I think we've also seen fighters kind of rewarded a little bit by the UFC uh, for just being willing to do it. So uh, guys might might be more willing than usual uh, to take a fight, knowing that the uh, you know they might get you know the benefit of the doubt down the road in a, in a way. I mean, I don't think it's a huge benefit. I don't think you know guys are you know changing their lives just because they're willing to do this. But uh, I, I do think you're you're seeing them get some favors maybe in terms of matchmaking and things like that for being willing to step up. Well, the main card for UC 249, we talked about the top two fights, Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, then Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. Francis Ngannou, we spoke with his coach, uh, Eric Nisik, uh, recently here on the RJ Ringside podcast. And we know Ngannou's staying ready. I saw on uh, Eric's Instagram just the other day that Francis Ngannou's hitting pads with a very high-level trainer that's uh, the son <laughs> of Eric Nisik out in the park. So we know that he's been staying ready out here in Las Vegas. A couple other ones here on the card, Greg Hardy versus Jorgen DeCastro, uh, Jeremy Stevens and Calvin Qatar. So it seems a lot of the main card here for what we were already looking at at UC 249 has stayed intact. As far as the other ones, I suppose we can expect announcements later down the road. Have you uh, got any indication as to when we're going to hear about the rest of the fights and what they have booked, Adam? Or is it just a matter of, like you said, getting back to normalcy? Well, we, I mean, we have this, uh, yeah, we have the 249 card. But, yeah, the other cards, I think uh, you'll start to see them take shape over the next couple of days. And, um, you know, this this is, I think there's a lot of this information that the UFC knew. They just weren't really uh, ready to put out there yet. And so I think uh, you get this first wave of announcements. And then the next couple of days, I'm sure you'll see uh, many of the other fights start to uh, trickle in. I mean, they don't have a whole lot of time. There's only a couple of weeks till this happens. Like we said, they're, they're not coming back for one event. Uh, they're coming back for three and three in a week, essentially. So a lot of fights are going to have to be added. And, and I think we're going to see that process take place pretty quickly. Okay. I just have to announce this because I just saw it on their Twitter. As we're speaking here, Cowboy versus Pettis is going to be the it's, featured prelim. Yeah, it's the featured prelim. On the, 
on ESPN. So yep. uh, that's going to be a welterweight bout. That one should be a lot of fun between these two. I think in the WEC, they were both amazing. So we'll see how things come together in this bout. But Adam, I know you are busy. We got a draft show coming up. We got a lot happening. So uh, we just wanted to make sure we updated the fans here on what was happening on the RJ Ringside podcast. We again, we'll be getting three UFC cards in Jacksonville, Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena, May 9th, May 13th, May 16th. The UFC has basically posted the entire fight card on Twitter now. So if you head over to their uh, timeline, you'll be able to find all of the fights that are going to happen, including even about here uh, between Jacques Array and Uriah Hall at middleweight. So lots of... Uh, Pretty pretty big fights on this card when you look at the talent and who's all participating. For the ladies, you have Carlos Barza versus Michelle Waterson. That's a straw weight bout, so that one should be fun as well and a pretty high-octane uh, women's fight there. So keep on top of everything that we're doing. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hill LVRJ. I'm Heidi Fang on Twitter. Larry is at Larry Mir, and we'll put this out so you guys can get all of that information. But if you want to check out what we're doing, on the web with all the stories that we post there. That'll be at reviewjournal.com under the UFC slash MMA tab. So thank you everybody so much for listening. We'll be back next week.